For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the show. I'm Jeff C., and I'm Grace Duffy. And we are so excited to be joined today by Stephanie Liu. And we're going to explore LinkedIn's new stories, updated messenger features, and more. But if you don't know who Stephanie is, well, let me fix that for you. She is a live video expert and social media consultant. She is the founder of Captivate On Command and host of Lights Camera Live, which is focused on helping brands succeed with live video. She's also the co-author of the new released book, The Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing. Stephanie, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. I'm ready to geek out, you guys. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I was like, ooh, this is going to be so much fun. I've got Grace and Jeff, and it's on a Friday. This is amazing. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Grace, uh, break this down for us. We've been teasing this before, but this it actually rolled out. So kind of break it down what the news is over on LinkedIn. Well, the big news this week, well, from last week, but this week, LinkedIn rolled out stories. LinkedIn stories launched last week officially. And this is something that we've been talking about for, I don't know, months now, right, Jeff? Like, I feel like we've been talking about this, right? So it is rolling out now in the U.S., Canada, France. Australia, Brazil, Netherlands, and the UAE, and will eventually be expanding globally. Of course, these are ephemeral stories. They last about 24 hours, and they will appear. I saw them this morning on my in my LinkedIn app, right? Ooh. So right there on the top, just like you're used to seeing them. And uh, Michael Selzner, our company founder and CEO here at Social Media Examiner, actually sent me the promo video last Friday, and whose lovely face do I <laughs> see right after LeVar Burton's it is our one and only Stephanie Lou. So Stephanie tell us how long have you been like secret secret testing LinkedIn stories? Oh gosh probably like a month or so. It was one of those where I'm very active on LinkedIn and so what's nice about LinkedIn is that if someone sees your post you can see which companies are viewing it and, and so on and so forth and I just I started to notice that someone from LinkedIn kept seeing my post. And then eventually one day I got this message that says, Hey, Stephanie Lou, we're going to be rolling out LinkedIn stories. Would you like to beta test? And I was like, me, oh! <laughs> 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 me. I was like, Oh heck yeah. 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 So I was excited about it. Um, it was a lot of, they, they, they prepped us as far as like, these are the, this is the type of content you should be interested in creating, but you're also already a content creator. So you know, it works on the other platforms. Let's see what you can do. And as a content creator, as a live streamer, I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. What are these video editing skills that I could <laughs> bring over to LinkedIn, right? It was, it was fun. It was really cool. 
So can you give us some insights into how it works and how where we find it in LinkedIn and also what tools and what different things can you do when when you're creating these stories? Because again, like this just rolled out last week. So a lot of people don't quite have it yet, but we're all eager to test it out. So what do you see when you're go to record your LinkedIn story? Yeah. So it's it's kind of similar to what you do on Instagram in the sense that you're gonna see at the very top of the app is going to have like these little circles and you're gonna see mm-hmm. all these amazing, wonderful people like Jamie Cohen and Michaela Alexis, all of those beautiful people. And then you're going to see your face. You're going to push on the the plus button. And that's where you could record your content using your video. Or if you have anything in your reel, like your photos, you could insert that. There are a lot of things that I knew did very well on Instagram, did very well on TikTok. And so I was like, (laughs) let's try this over here. And there are ways that you could decorate it. I remember the account manager for the promo campaign said, you know, use the stickers. And I very much started off using the question of the day. And they have really great prompts. They'll switch it up. And what's nice about that is, is that if you do use it properly, people will message you. That was the part that really just surprised me the most, Jeff and Grace. It was the fact that people were now looking at my profile. They were now rekindling friendships. I was like, oh, hey, what is it that you're doing right now? And so from an analytics perspective, I saw profile views just skyrocket. I was like, ooh, ooh, this is awesome. Heck yeah, I'm going to do this, right? (laughs) And so then... See, even the garbage man agrees. He's like, wait, what are you doing on LinkedIn? You're live. Let's try to get your garbage. Yeah. (laughs) So you could add stickers to it, which is really nice. I like using the tag functionality because I like to, you know, lift other voices that are out there. Rising Tide lifts all boats. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, you should check out my friends. You know, Gary Ware has great tips about this and that. And so you're starting to learn about other people and diversify the content that you're getting. I love the fact that you could even see who the viewers are, right? And you're like, oh, wow. hey, so nice to see you. And it's really, what's what I like about it is when I go in and I see who saw it, it shows their name and then like their headline, right? It's just like what it is exactly that they do. So I could tell that majority of my viewers are live streaming folks or video editing. And so then I could cater my content to that specific audience. So that's a lot. I'll let you ask questions. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's good. great information. So you talked about these stickers. Did, are there uh, music integrations or things like that yet? Or is it just you're on? Okay. Yeah, there's no music integrations, which I thought was really interesting because I love music, right? Whenever I'm on Instagram, I'm like, ooh, what's that new little you know earworm that could drop in there? Mm-hmm. But they don't have that functionality. The other one that I really missed from like on LinkedIn, if I see that Jeff posts something really inspirational and I want to add it to my stories, that feature isn't there just yet. So what I do is I, I just take a screenshot and then I ask my friend, hey, is it okay if I share this? And more often than not, they'll say right. yes. And then I tag them and they're like, ooh, thank you. <laughs> Very cool. So we've got some questions that I want to bring up because I think they're um, uh, really interesting. That, that we're, we're talking about, um, you know, LinkedIn stories. So is I want to, kind of clarify, is it just for mobile only? Um, uh, And can you, I mean, can you only create on mobile or can you view it on desktop or is it all mobile based? All mobile based at the moment. Yeah. So that, that's where I find myself, you know, I don't know about you, but if your morning routine is going into Instagram, checking out those stories, I find myself checking into LinkedIn for those stories Mm. Because the narrative is more aligned with what I'm trying to do for my business, for my career. I watched this one gal who was telling me all about like 
uh, resume tips. I just thought that was really cool that now you can learn about like these tips about how to do X, Y, Z, because we all know that someone's probably been impacted by what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And I could say, Hey, this is a cool person that you might want to check out. So people are really teaching in LinkedIn stories. That's cool. That's really cool. So Louise asked this question over on LinkedIn. She's watching us over on LinkedIn. She goes, is it coming to the company pages as well? Or is it just on your profile? Right now it's on profiles. Yeah. I think it's at that point where they want to test it out and see how people are creating content. If you also think about the way LinkedIn company pages are, it's really just kind of, you know, the logos. But when you see like, ooh, Grace, ooh, what does Grace have to say? You know, you get really <laughs> interested because you're you're gonna build that rapport with that person. Gotcha. So I understand that. Yeah. Gotcha. So there's a lot of questions about like, when's this coming to my country? We have people from the UK asking. We have some other people asking as well. Do you know, is it starting in the US and then rolling out or is it all locked right now? I mean, do you have any sort of idea? I, as, as far as I know, when it rolled out last week, it was for US and Canada. So all the US and Canada friends were like, woohoo, this is awesome. <laughs> this is great. And then the rest of the world was like, okay, whatever, you know, fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, stories. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then like all my US and Canada friends were like, ah! but as far as the other regions, I haven't heard like a specific date just yet, you know, and I think it's kind of smart from a LinkedIn perspective, mm-hmm. right? If you think about how much news and PR that you're going to get, why release it all at once? Let's test it out, see what kind of content is being pushed out and then just like trickle it out. Yeah. So you mentioned, you mentioned that the other countries like, ah, it's not a big deal. And there is that kind of uh, point you've given us some good ideas of, you know, why to use it and how, and, but why do you think LinkedIn is doing this? Cause it seems strange for the addition of stories. I mean, we've talked about this before on the show uh, for a professional, you know, kind of mode that everybody thinks LinkedIn is, is really, you know, serious. Uh, so how does you think, are they trying to go for a younger demographic? How does this product kind of fit into the overall context of LinkedIn? I do think it's for creators and I okay. think it's a different way, like not necessarily age, but just creators. It's a different way of expressing yourself and showing people what it is exactly that you do. So, you know, they've rolled out LinkedIn live. Not everyone has access to that. Not everyone is comfortable live streaming. Not everyone is comfortable doing you know, videos, whether it's like a minute or even like three minutes long. But when you do a story, it gives you that opportunity to be creative, right? You could do it straight from your phone and it's kind of like, okay, test it out, give it a shot. And like I said before, it's been really interesting to see content creators. I've learned about speakers and how speakers get amped up. Like Brian Fanzo does a fantastic job. If you're not watching him, watch him. He shows you his whole entire studio. You could ask him questions about his gear. I've had other companies reach out and say like, oh, I love your run of show. Would you like to beta test this product? So I think it's a really great way to show your day-to-day how you work with clients, how you solve problems, how you answer questions, where people can really get to know you and not only discover you in the actual news feed, but now you see them at the very top. Awesome. Awesome. So Stephanie, I know that you are one of these secret super special testers. And so I don't know that if you can reveal this or not. And if you can't, that's okay. But we have a question from Alice here. She's asking, are they going to integrate filters or gifts or keep it more serious and professional per the platform's brand? Um, I know that LinkedIn tends to be very buttoned up. So uh, tell us, can you tell us if we can, this is something we can can anticipate? anticipate? Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't heard what features and how they're going to roll that out. If you think about like, 
like Facebook, they give companies the ability to create their own augmented reality. So their own filters in that sense. So I Mm -hmm. think really with LinkedIn, they take their time, right? Yeah. Their time to roll things out, learn from that. And they hire like the best of the best. Like you see people from, you know, your Instagram, your Facebook's moving over to LinkedIn. So if I were you, I would pay attention to that. Like who has shifted from this position over to where, because those features might be coming from a content creator perspective. What I do see is if you've been creating stories on Instagram, use those filters there, people will save them and then repurpose it on over to LinkedIn and then just use the the features and the functionalities that LinkedIn stories has to offer. So get creative, you know? Yeah, it's <laughs> fun. You mentioned that some people don't even realize, you know, that there's even like our pal Ronnie says, I didn't realize LinkedIn live was even on LinkedIn and, and Ronnie's usually right in, in the of it. So yeah, so I think your point of they're rolling it out slowly, things are gonna happen. So I think that is uh, something to, yeah, there's always new features in the stories is one of them. Oh yeah. They all speak in code too. Like, right. like, <laughs> like honestly, because once you get on their radar, they add you as a connection and, you know, you try to be all slick. At least I try to, <laughs> right. I'm like, Oh, so does that mean, da, 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 da? and they're like, I see what you did there. That's right. Not happening. Yeah. Not happening today, Stephanie. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. We but have we, many lawyers that keep yes. us from saying many things. So <laughs> so I want to back up and kind of like, okay, this is cool. Now everybody wants it. So I want you to kind of break it down. And you've given us some really good tips already so far, but how can marketers use LinkedIn stories now to like promote their content on LinkedIn? And can you like drive traffic from your LinkedIn stories? Or is there, do you have to get like 10,000 views to get a swipe up? I mean, what do you need? What can marketers use uh, LinkedIn stories for? Absolutely. So one of the best tips that I give to any content creator, any marketer is start off with the 10 by 10 exercise, write down the top 10 frequently asked questions about your business, your product, or your service. And then write down the top 10 should ask questions, questions that people should be asking, but they don't know because you're the expert. If you do that, then you have 20 ideas that could be 20 stories that you can build out. So it could be beginner intermediate advanced content. If they want to learn more, what I've been doing is just been kind of like pointing up and be like, and here's my profile. If you want to learn more, like send me a DM. That's the call to action that I have. I've seen other content creators where they are live streaming on LinkedIn and they'll say like, follow this hashtag, you know, subscribe to this hashtag and then follow me over there. So Mm. I think that's a, that's a fun one to do. And then we talked about like the question of the day. They get really creative with it. It's like, I would love to hear what your answers are. What are you struggling with? And then they'll still point to like, send me a message. This is probably one of those times where I don't mind getting a LinkedIn message. I know many of you are probably like, wait a second, are you going to sell me? But I notice now the conversations as a reply to a LinkedIn story is much more meaningful. And it gives me more insight into like the values, beliefs, and attitudes of the person that I'm communicating with. So it makes it a lot more fun. Very cool. Well, that leads us right into, you know, we're talking about engagement and how marketers can engage. Cause that sounds what stories is like, that's what it's about. That's what you're using it for. That's kind of your best practices that you were just telling us. So that ties right into this next piece of news. But wait, there's more on LinkedIn. And so, Grace, this is this is kind of exciting. I, you know, this uh, ties right into what you can use uh, talking to people on LinkedIn. 
Man, Stephanie's such a pro. She like slid us right. I know into she this did. Topic, it was and I'm so, so good. excited. I'm so excited. So messaging on LinkedIn is getting a revamp. So this direct messaging service, if you're not aware, you can message on LinkedIn, right? So and a lot and to Stephanie's point, a lot of it is like salesy. And so I think it gets kind of a bad rap. But last week, LinkedIn rolled out video chat. So they've integrated video chat into the messaging feature. So you can be messaging with someone and slide right into a Zoom, Blue Jeans, or Microsoft <laughs> Teams enabled video chat within your messaging window. So uh, LinkedIn said this is available on both mobile and on desktop. And they also rolled out a few other features like the ability to recall, delete, or edit messages. Hear that, Twitter? Edit messages. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, you can respond with emojis, which is something that is already widely used on Slack, right? And other collaborative tools. And they're also uh, giving you tools to flag incendiary or harassing content. So, so many of us are still working from home and will be for the foreseeable future. Some of us were already home before all this happened. So how well do you think that video chats via LinkedIn will replace a lot of these tools that we've already been using to communicate with our coworkers, our customers, whatever. Right? Yeah. I, I think it's a great way to build rapport with your clients. You know, because I'm not seeing clients in person lately, the fact that I could just like, hey, what's up? How you doing? How's your day? Right? It gives you that hit of dopamine, right? Those happy brain chemicals where you're like, you get to see a familiar face and you can answer their question right then and there. I'm very much a visual communicator. That's why I live stream. That's why I do videos. That's why when I do tutorials, instead of just saying like, here's a picture, I make it into a gift. So you actually see me clicking into things. Having this opportunity where I could communicate visually with a client makes it so much easier. Cause you ever had that client where they're like, I'm trying to click on this thing and it's not doing the thing that it should. And I'm like, <laughs> can you use the right terminology or can you just show me? Right. Have you ever felt like, that? I'm like, can you just, can you just show me? <laughs> and so I think this really gives me an opportunity to say like, okay, show me what it is that you're looking at. And then we could go through it step-by-step step together. And it really builds that trust. So I'm a huge fan of it. I mean, before even the, the video chat even came out, I was the type where you, you asked me a question, Right. In between distance learning, I would most likely send you a voice text. I'm like, okay, this is what you have to do. <laughs> right. Right. This, right. Is what, this is what you're going to do. Boom, boom, boom. And then you're good to go. So it works out. Very cool. So I'm the same way. I'm, I'm, I'm better at like talking and like doing video with you than like type it out. Oh, yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, in most cases... I will record myself and then I will have like Otter just transcribe it. <laughs> Clean it up. I'm like, is that what you need? Or can I just show you record it? Right. right? Yep. And then here's, it's like your goodie bag. And then here's your goodie bag. Here's your recording. There you go. Thank you. You, you can transcribe it. That's yep. right. That's right. <laughs> so on this, because when, well, you know, I, the, the, I'm just kind of, my brain is like thinking about, okay, how can I use stories and video chat together? Like drive people to maybe have a deeper conversation with video chat, because I still think like you talked about Stephanie during this kind of lockdown time, being able to see somebody's face and being able to connect with them, look into their eyes is a big deal. So how can marketers maybe use uh, video chats and even stories together to drive leads or, you know, driving leads? lead sounds like you're just in it for like making money, but how can we, you know, engage people, I guess, uh, yeah. using this tool? Well, when you think about it, when you're talking to someone, especially as far as like negotiation goes, it's helpful to see 
the reaction in the other person because the meaning of communication is the response that you get. And sometimes when you're trying to have a conversation via chat or via email, you don't get the full picture. And so when you're able to see someone and you could see like the little minute changes in their facial expressions where you're like, and this is the price. And they're like, like, oh, oh crap, I should have, right. I should have charged more. <laughs> right. Because it's perceived value. Or mm-hmm. if they're telling you that there's an issue that they're going through and then you're explaining your process and they're like, oh, yeah, you're like, that's right. That's what I could do. You know, that's how I can help you. So I think having that visual component when you're speaking to someone via video chat is going to give you so much more clues on how to build rapport with a, with a potential client, honestly. Gotcha. Yeah, those are great tips because I think that there's just something about, you know, you and I both love live video and there's something about, you know, connecting that way with people. That's why we do this show, as a matter of fact. So this is a good question from Nadia. This is like, do you recommend following the IG model with content that is less curated? So, you know, on IG, you like to think about their stories. The the ones that look real, that do better are less produced looking ones. They're like, you know, day in the life. I'm picking up my camera and I, I mean, my phone and I'm talking to you. Is that what you're seeing? on LinkedIn too? Or is it more of a, you know, I'm sitting in front of my studio and I'm going to straighten my beard and, you know, go for it kind of thing. (laughs) I mean, I think it really deals a lot with, with people's personalities, right? Like I always give the analogy that in my world, in my model of the world, there are two different types of spaghettis. There's Italian spaghetti and then there's like Filipino spaghetti, which is like a lot sweeter. And so there's like a different flavor. And so when people are delivering their content, some are very, just very business professional where there are others who will inject a little humor, you know, will make you smile Mm -hmm. in creating that content. And so it's really for you to decide on how you want to portray yourselves, especially on LinkedIn. I, for me personally, when I think about Lights Camera Live, Captivate On Command, I want to be a valuable resource that's approachable. In fact, you guys, the funniest message that I had what did he say? He said, I really like your personality. It's as if you could be like a Nickelodeon host because like you just <laughs> teach me things. And I was like, oh, and then he also said, it's like you're on Saved by the Bell. I was like, am I like Lisa Turtle? Because that's that's totally like my yeah. thing. Like I'm channeling my Lisa Turtle. Yeah. But, you know, I... <laughs> I do see people being very business. Like I'm going to teach you something. They talk really, really, really fast. I see others where you know, they're using their phone the way that TikTok creators do, like not, not any fancy transitions, but just like they're using their phone, they'll flip it, you know, just Mm -hmm. different ways to engage you and hook you in as a viewer. So have fun with it in that sense. Very cool. Very cool. So messaging has been one of the most popular services on LinkedIn. They did not reveal any actual numbers about it, but they did say that it has increased about 25% over last year. So it makes sense with everything going on that people are more active on LinkedIn. Now, granted, you know, so they might be doing that. But can you tell us more about your own LinkedIn messaging strategy with or without video? Are there any strategies or tips you can share about how people are approaching? Because I think that's a big question because you get a lot of heat for like, if you just say, hey, I want to expand my network. And people are like, oh, this person's so spammy. But yeah. I always just think like, maybe they just don't know. I always respond to those people and say, like, what may, what brought you here? And it's usually something very sincere. And then I'd feel bad if I'd rejected them. So, you know. Yeah, I, there is this big, big, huge debate where there are some LinkedIn creators 
or LinkedIn users where they use like a bot and they'll just be like, hello, insert name, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then they sell you. And I think the tip was if you put like an emoji at the very beginning of your name, then you will know that it was a bot that's actually communicating with you. Right. So it's like, hello, rocket ship, Stephanie. I'm like, wait a second. No, <laughs> no one would actually write that. Um, but as far as messaging, I don't usually slide into the DMs. If anything, I'm I'm trying to build a relationship with the content that they're creating. Mm. So like week after week, there's this good friend of mine, Terry Schilling, where he's always talking about like copywriting tips. It's like, whose tagline is it anyway? And I'm always learning something new from it. And so I'm always engaging with it. And then I always see that there's other people that are engaging in the same way. And it's kind of like when you used to go to the coffee shop and be like, oh, you like this latte too? Oh my gosh. Like, do you put like whipped cream on it? Do you put like a sprinkle of cinnamon? Like we're getting to know each other because now his community is blending with mine. And then it becomes like this Venn diagram of awesomeness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it's one of those where I'm like, hey, you know, Grace, I know Grace. Isn't she awesome? Oh, she's super awesome. And Jeff too. Oh my God, it's amazing. Oh, you love social media micros. Me too, right? So there's this common denominator where I'm like, well, let's, let's join forces. If ever there's something in the, in the future where you want to collab, then let's do that. Right. So I'm very mindful of my inbox as well. I think someone said like, Oh, this could be a nightmare. Right. 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 This could be be cringy stuff. And honestly, I use a girl pole. So I'm just like, I go in there. I'm like, Oh, rocket ship. Delete. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not as nice as grace, but I'm like, Oh, rocket ship. Okay. Done. Yeah, I think in the curation thing too. So yeah, any new tool or anything can be abused. And we've seen that, you know, marketers love to get our grubby little hands on things, but you know, it's, it is what you make it. And I thought, uh, Stephanie, you gave some great tips there about, you know, diving into other people's content and participating. I mean, that's what got me started way back in the day on Google Plus with like Mike yeah. Alton and Peg Fitzpatrick and all those is asking, you know, good questions, engaging with them, not being spammy. And I think that's going to be the key to build your network with these new tools on LinkedIn too. So um, very, very cool insights there. But Stephanie, before we let you go, um, I want to make sure that you have a chance to tell everybody, I mean, you, if they can't tell you're engaging already, well, then I don't know. You have to you know, anyway, but uh, tell them where they can find you because I think that people would love to know. Absolutely. So since we're talking about LinkedIn, if you want to find me on LinkedIn, it's Stephanie Liu, right? You could say like, this isn't a rocket ship. They're like, okay, they totally listen to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know Jeff and I know Grace too. That would be awesome and amazing. If you want to learn more a lot about live video tips, you can also find me at lightscameralive.com. That's usually where I'm geeking out about LinkedIn Live or best practices, all of that great stuff. And you also have a net, we mentioned at the top of the, the show that you have a new book out called wow. The Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing. So go check that out. I, uh, a lot of um, your co-authors are amazing on the space and most people know who those are anyway. But go ahead and go to socialmediabook.shop and you can get your copy of that. It is amazing. I have my own copy, actually. So I can't wait to as, as get, a, get her as to sign it. it. So yeah, so check that out. Chock full of good tips. And uh, as always, Stephanie, such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. I got to like skip out of cart kindergarten for like a good hour. <laughs> so teaching kindergarten, you're not actually in it, are you? So I mean, I feel like I'm in it. That's right. You know? yeah. It's like, see you in a while, crocodile, kitty cat, kitty cat. Uh, yep. How fun. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. We'll see you next time. Okay. Bye, Stephanie. Thank Bye. you. 
All right. She's so much fun to have on the show. I just want to sit back and watch her. So let's go right to this new LinkedIn redesign that we're talking about, yeah. Grace, because this we're still on yeah. LinkedIn, still more news. They just like, I think they all saved it up and just let it all out at once. It's what it feels yeah, like. So, on, on a quiet week when there was nothing else going right. on, right? Exactly. <laughs> nothing in the news. Nothing else happening. So LinkedIn did announce that it is starting the rollout of its first significant redesign in five years. So we know that it's done different tweaks, like it's brought back different things, taken away, added live, they've added stories. Now they're saying that they are redoing the whole look. Now, I'm, I think I'm starting to see little changes, but I haven't seen a full redesign yet. Jeff, have you seen any difference in your LinkedIn I profiles? I have not, yet? not yet. So, but they always give it to me last. So whatever. Well, they did say that it is warmer and embodies more diversity and inclusive inclusivity and trust in the community. They've added new illustrations that showcase people with different abilities, diverse backgrounds, ethnicities. They also have a wide range of uh, things to indicate your job or your industry. So we know earlier, early within this pandemic, they started uh, with that open to work filter that mm -hmm. you could do on right. your profile, which is really great because then you can just see like who is looking, who's not. And I think sometimes as much as you don't, you may not want to announce that considering what your situation is, it has been very helpful to be like, oh, <laughs> my friend Neil is looking for work and let's see what he's doing and let me let's make those connections so already it's already it's already made a significant impact of course you know we just talked about stories updating the new video chat within messaging again that's the integration where it was like uh blue jeans it was mm -hmm. zoom and it was microsoft teams and then they're also offering more opportunities for people to connect they're calling it a more modern look and feel so whenever they say that i think it's just going to have less clutter right it's going right. to go to that same clean model it's going to be very streamlined search is going to be more streamlined so it'll make it much easier to surface the things that you are looking for not so much the things that you're not uh they have started rolling out the redesign to members globally last week and it will be available to everyone in the coming weeks so of course as we know with LinkedIn, they kind of roll things out slowly. Right. So Update we'll probably be talking about this some more. Yeah. Right. So don't get sad, Jeff, that I you know. don't have it yet. <laughs> It'll and come. I do. Right. It's, it will happen for you. Yeah, you know? it will. I, all... I, I just got to keep believing. So uh, yeah. we, we do have some more uh, news. Uh, that's all the, the LinkedIn news for now, unless they drop something, which they could have while we were talking. But Facebook rolls out uh, cross uh, app messaging and uh, calling for Instagram and Facebook. So what has gone on now? And this is really, really interesting. Facebook has introduced cross app communication between Messenger and Instagram plus 10 that's 10 new messaging features, and we're not going to go through all of them today, but uh, they announced uh, yesterday it'll be ro rolling out new functionality that allows Instagram and Messenger users to communicate across these apps. They're bringing those, like I said, 10 new Messenger-inspired features to Instagram inbox, like you can change your chat color, you can react with any emoji, you can watch together. It lets you actually watch trending videos with friends on IGTV during a video call. They have this thing called Vanish Mode, where you can set messages to automatically display appear kind of like a snapchat and selfie stickers that are crossed between like boomerang emojis selfies it's this new thing that i haven't had a chance to play with yet but it looks pretty cool uh, but they also as part of this update they'll have the option to chat with friends who use facebook and that apple you know let them know about that so the interesting thing is people on instagram 
program can decide whether to update immediately to this new experience or wait. It is possible to opt out of the cross-platform update, but this means you're not going to get these bonus features for Instagram direct messages. So even if you opt into the update, there are controls where you can block all Facebook chats if you want. So it's default to all on. So you need to go in if you don't want that to go and change those settings. So lots of stuff. It's interesting to see the conversation that's happening around this. Some people think it's really cool. A lot of those are social media managers because they're like, I have to go to one space now. And so, uh, but a lot of other people are like, uh, privacy, do I want those people coming into my Instagram? I mean, what are your thoughts, Grace? Is that something you're going to turn on or off? I am the same wherever I am. Like I, you, you get what you get with me. I am, but there are a lot of people who very intentionally keep different personas on different platforms, including Facebook and Instagram. And so I think there is a, I definitely know that there's been a concern about, you know, let you think you're responding to someone that knows you on Instagram, but mm-hmm. it's actually on Facebook. I am also curious how this will play out for those of us that, are part of managing an account, right? Yeah. So I don't necessarily want my personal message to mix in with the work messages. Like I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's a little different with us because like I am not our brand, right? But there are a lot right. of people who are their brand. I mean, like think about our friend, Mari Smith, who is Mari Smith. Right. <laughs> like, uh, two different things. So I am, con- there is a concern there. But again, they said that you can opt out. Um, I think you have to go deep into the settings. They don't make it easy, no, but you know. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me (laughs) after a while that that is just going to be the way it is. But uh, for now, you can opt out. So make sure you guys, if you want that to go in and turn that off, if you update. So also rolls into another kind of uh, same kind of vein. And Facebook is testing out account center to manage Facebook and Instagram profiles. So talk about that a little bit, Grace. Well, I think this more has to do with integrating pay, right? Mm-hmm. So in anticipation of Instagram and Facebook shops, which we which rolled out in May and we've been talking about since then, and then also the ability to, to make donations and contributions, which is another big part of them. So they announced something called accounts managers found in your settings section, and it basically links to Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger. And the ga- aim is to give those users the ability to manage their experiences across all the Facebook-owned apps. Um, so this is beginning to roll out to these three separate platforms, you will have the ability to do the single sign-on. So that means using your Facebook login to log into each of these other platforms. Interestingly enough, WhatsApp is not part of this, but I'm sure it'll only be a matter of time. The other thing is that you could also manage how your stories will be posted. So I know that there is the option when you post on Instagram to also share this on Facebook and vice versa. And so now it's one place where you can control what that is. So this is will be available. Oh, and then they will be integrating Facebook Pay in the US. So that makes it possible to just enter your payment information once and then shop forever on Instagram so, right. <laughs> or Facebook or whatever. So which is a very dangerous thing, by the way. But um, anyway, so this is rolling out. So Again, more steps into that interoperability. Yeah. And there's been more news in the App Store Wars that's been going on with Apple and some of the developers. So Apple has actually said they're going to waive the App Store fee for Facebook online events. So when Facebook introduced paid online events to support businesses struggling uh, during the pandemic, it said uh, Facebook was not going to collect fees for the next year to honor those businesses. So then they complained that, well, if you do it through Apple, they're Apple said it's going to um, not waive it and they're going to charge 30% fee on top of in-app purchases, which a lot of people got upset about. So uh, because it's going to 
eat into any narrow profits from online events if the, they were going to take that cut. So this past week, Facebook announced a reversal on Apple's part. The online fees will be processed through Facebook Pay without Apple collecting its 30% cut, meaning businesses will receive all of the earnings from their online events minus taxes. So this arrangement is going to last until December 31st and will not apply to gaming creators. So it's really, from the articles that I read, the Facebook had to make this concession to Apple that they're going to have to exclude gaming creators, which kind of stinks if you're a gaming creator, but that's the only way they could unlock it for the rest of businesses on Facebook. So until December 31st, they're waiving that 30% fee over on Apple. Uh, who knows what's going to happen after <laughs> when the new year rolls around, but just one more thing in the Apple developer wars. Well, and I don't think Facebook has officially revealed how much, I know we speculated right. how much that they plan to take from this. So at the time when we talked about this, when paid events rolled out, we did mention that a lot of people are saying, hey, if you're on an Apple device, please right. go to your desktop. Right. So you're doing that, it. Yeah. Yeah. Mari said that. Yeah, it was Mari. So I think this is just, it, it's interesting, the relationship between Apple and these apps. So, but if you want to get more details on all of this, it was an article in TechCrunch called Apple is temporarily waiving its app store fees for Facebook's online events. So pretty self-explanatory if you to want to get more information right. on that. It is easy to find. Yeah. Yes. So Instagram, more we moving on to Instagram. They have announced that they are doubling the length of their reels to thirty seconds. So again, reels, if you don't know, is Instagram's TikTok takedown. It was widely reported that it's struggling to gain traction, but I don't know if that's necessarily true because I'm seeing a lot of reels. I see that in the Explore tab. I see a lot of people doing the reels. I'm just, so a lot of TikTok users, of course, are complaining that the reels tools are, their editing tools aren't that great. They're limiting in what mm -hmm. they can add for special effects and their videos. And then some other young Gen Z people are also saying that Instagram is the go-to for mostly older people people now so that's why they're not going yeah, there get off my lawn so <laughs> whatever we founded this so anyway instagram reported some changes on a few of these fronts now you remember jeff when they rolled out reels they said hey this we're just rolling this out it still has a lot of room for improvement one of those things they did is they is the ability to create longer videos so in this first launch you could only do 15 second videos which is pretty standard now mm -hmm. you can go up to 30 they are extending that time of the timer to up to 10 seconds and they are adding more editing tools to trim and delete clips uh, Instagram says that it is continuing to roll out new new tools and new improvements as people are adopting this and as they're able to roll these out. So it's not in its final form yet. It will be soon. But again, I don't know. Instagram just is always very down on itself. I think we need to raise its self-esteem a little bit because it's always like, oh, this didn't. Like yeah. I remember when IGTV came out, they're all like, oh, this isn't catching on. Now it's pretty standard. So. Right. Yeah, I think I th well, they have enough eyeballs. I think they'll do okay. Uh, Simply Cooking with Jacking says she's seeing a lot of uh, TikTok content on Reels and it's not unique. Yeah. yeah, and we talked about that before. A lot of people are using, the, they still do the same thing with Snapchat filters. If you think about it, they those end up on Instagram as well. So there's a lot of this cross-pollinating that's going on. So very, very interesting stuff. And so lastly, but uh, certainly not least, because of course it's Pinterest, they roll out new ads and shopping features. So Pinterest is launching ads alongside visual search results and more places to shop which think about it 
guess what's coming up? It's the holidays. So the ads are offering more places for retailers to promote pins and showcase ads where pinners love to shop the most. So three of Pinterest's most highly trafficked and visible places to shop. Uh, Pinterest lends the shop tab in search and shopping on pins, which is coming soon, can now include ads. So they're also rolling out new conversions insights, which conversion pins are really, really cool on Pinterest. Advertisers can now easily see the impact of both their paid and organic Pinterest content. Now, this is only available right now in the United States to Pinterest verified merchants and Shopify retailers. So you have to apply to become a Pinterest verified uh, merchant, even if you have a Shopify account. So make sure if you want to do that, that you go through that process. But it allows you to easily see the impact of both their paid and organic Pinterest content on their sites, visits, and their checkouts. And it makes uh, their shopping efforts just not uh, more impactful, but also you can measure it a lot easier. So you're able to perform uh, performance analytics, uh, view top performing pins, and turn those best performing pins into ads, which is really, really cool. So also able to track kind of your activity funnel and see how they convert on that path to purchase. So very, very cool stuff coming out for Pinterest. They did expand shopping tools for pinners in the UK. So if you are in the UK, these are rolling out to you right now. So you can actually have some of these shopping tools that uh, for your yourself uh, during the holiday uh, spending season. So they're able, UK pinners now are able to shop uh, within a home or fashion pin. They're able to shop their search results, which is very, very cool uh, from their boards and also shop the inspiration they see in the real world through their the Pinterest Lens app. So uh, it's been available in the US, but now is rolling to the UK just in time for the holidays. Have you ever used the camera lens? I have. I made. There's a. They always. They make fun of me over on Tailwind because they. they, When it first came out, they took a picture of me and all it. Because it. What it does is find related items in search. So a a picture of me and all these monkeys came up. So it was really really funny. So, yeah, that that image is still floating around somewhere. So anyway, uh, but it's it works a lot better now. Uh, So, but it's really cool. Like so, let's say you're out about and and you see some pair of shoes. Somebody's walking by. You take their picture. It'll come up and you can buy those shoes right on Pinterest. Which is super not creepy at all because no. I'm trying to do that too. And I'm always just like, I promise I'm not being a weird you shoe know person. You do it all the time. Yeah. I do it all the time. But that is really fun. I thought before you said monkeys, I thought a price tag came up and I'm like, oh gosh. No, no. <laughs> it, 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 their visual search is very, very cool. And, yeah. and being able to run ads against that is a really yeah. cool uh, thing that they're rolling out for these people. But like um, a lot of cool stuff for the holidays. So if you have a product, make sure you check that out because I think it's going to be well worth your while. So that is our show. Uh, we thank you guys so much for your questions. Thank you so much for Stephanie Lou for all her insights uh, on LinkedIn stories and all the things rolling out on Messenger and, and how marketers can use that. Uh, that I'm going to go back and listen to that because she had some great ideas. Uh, But we would love for you guys to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. We roll out new episodes every Saturday. And we'd love for you to leave a rating and review over there on uh, the Apple Podcasts. So our next show is Friday, October 9th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. You can always find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you can find out when and what we'll be talking about on our weekly show calendar. And you can find that at social media examiner.com forward slash live show. Can't wait to see you guys at our next show. Absolutely. Thank you to our audience for joining us today, both live here on the show and on the podcast. Thank you, Jeff, for being a fantastic host like you are every week. And the special thank you to Stephanie Liu. Man, she brought it today, didn't she, Jeff? Like she just brought it. So I'm very excited. This This was a really fun show. So thank you everyone for joining us. And I hope you have a great week. See you next time, everybody. Bye now. Bye. 
The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.